Welcome to the KBB Review Podcast. I'm your host as always, Andy Davis, and this is episode six of season two. And it's a very special episode as today, November the 5th, the new national lockdown has begun. And just like last time, since it was announced on Saturday, there was huge confusion among KBB retailers not knowing whether they were allowed to open or not. Back in May, as I'm sure you all know, a challenge by Wren led to KBB Retail being classified as building supplies, and showrooms were therefore allowed to open. Most did open, albeit by appointment only, and it kick-started a big surge in pent-up demand. So, do those rules apply in the new lockdown? Can you open or not, if you want to? Yesterday, I caught up with a few retailers to find out what they were doing, what they decided, and what they thought this new lockdown would do to demand. But just to demonstrate how quickly things can move when it comes to all things COVID, at around 6 o'clock last night, we did hear, courtesy of inquiries pushed through by the KBSA, that those building supply rules do still apply in the new lockdown, and therefore showrooms are allowed to open if they want to. That's the situation as of Thursday morning, and it's really interesting to listen back to these retailers discussing their mindsets from yesterday, including KBSA chairman Richard Hibbert, as they were all planning to open by appointment only anyway. But before we get to that... A very quick Taylor's Media shameless plug to say that entries are now open for the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2021. As always, it's totally free to enter and it's open for any retailers and designers of kitchens and bathrooms in the UK and Ireland. Take a look at kbbreview.com forward slash awards to find out more, including how we're changing to reflect everything that's happened this year. That's kbbreview.com forward slash awards. Right, let's go over to Twickenham now, to Sheraton Interiors, where hopefully down the line we have Shia Khan. Hello, sir. Are you there? Good morning, Andrew. Thanks for having me back. Really good to hear your voice again. How's things down in Twickenham? Uh, Really well. Um, As we know, post-lockdown, there's been a lot of demand for home improvement. I think everyone's been busy, the entire industry up and down the country, which has been great. Give us the sort of 30-second story of Sheraton Interiors. A family-run studio based in Richmond, specialising in kitchens and bedrooms. Uh, We've been growing steadily and uh, just loving every minute of it, really. I mean, you're literally two minutes from the stadium, aren't you, down there? Yes, we are. So the big question here is, new lockdown, non-essential retail being told to close, but obviously there's some ambiguity around kitchen and bathroom showrooms. What have you decided to do? I think just looking at everything and all the information that's out there, we've decided we will stay open via appointment only. The doors will be closed. But I think our focus at the moment is finishing off the pre-Christmas installs. I think that is the focus rather than the selling side of things. But at the same time, we've got a steady flow of inquiries and we will carry on trading. We're not going to stop. We've got to protect uh, the livelihoods you know, um, of our staff and everyone involved with Sheraton Interiors. Um, I think the advice out there is not really clear. And I think the the way the whole thing's been managed at the moment, especially with the schools being kept open, I think the government's lost a little bit of credibility and, you know, there's a bit, there's still, you know, a huge grey area there. Yeah, I think that's true. And I mean, you know, they're making it up as they go along and they have no choice but to do that. We'll take as, as read that your, your showroom is completely COVID safe and all the social distancing measures are in place, Absolutely. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, yeah, you say you've still got that steady trickle of demand. Do you think that demand is going to be changed or altered by this new lockdown? I don't think this will be the same as what we've experienced in March. I think in March, as soon as it was announced, everything, and I mean every single appointment cancelled, there wasn't a single inquiry coming through in the first few weeks. Um, And then it slowly sort of picked up. Um, I think 
we saw some real traction, I think, in May. That was our first month that I could honestly say, do you know what, we, we, made, we had some genuine inquiries and we converted them well. I think this time around, you know, customers are actually, they, they want to come in. They want to come in. They're asking us, are you still open via appointment only? And we're saying yes, one appointment at a time. And they're like, great, we'll see you on Saturday. So that is the consensus out there. That is feedback we're receiving from clients. Are you going to perhaps push more people back onto the Zoom calls? We will. We will. I mean, we're geared up for it now. And it has become the norm. You know, we've been dealing with clients overseas or isolating, shielding, etc. And, um, you know, there are clients slightly further afield who are not traveling down as much. And I just think with the way this whole Zoom and virtual consultation came into play as of the first lockdown, I think it's firmly embedded within the process now. So I think we will be using this going forward. This is a very black and white question, I know. But is supply issues still more of a problem than lockdowns huge huge issues with supply um i was in germany uh, i think about three or four weeks ago for the um, house atmosphere and speaking to one of the directors one of the export directors and th- there was an article in a very prominent german magazine trade trade magazine uh, and the headline was uh, chipboard is a new toilet paper so you know, <laughs> we, we had a bit of a, yeah we had a bit of a bit of a laugh about that my issue is not that there is a supply chain issue. My main concern and my main gripe with the big brand suppliers is the way they've managed it. It would be quite easy to hire a couple of extra staff and help us manage our customer expectation and help us manage the process better. But at this, you know, at this point in time, it's just like, hey, it is what it is. You guys carry on, you know, which is which puts all of us in a very very difficult situation. Yeah, I mean, maybe, just maybe, this new lockdown might actually give people a chance to catch up if there is a little dip in demand. Absolutely. It's been a real roller coaster of a year. And at the moment, all I want to do is finish our installations and look for a self-imposed lockdown over Christmas and take a break. How do you feel December, January, February, how do you feel you know, the next sort of few months are going to play out? I think you'll see the demand increase. Speaking to estate agents, etc., and I was reading an article as well in the Sunday Times, and they were saying that the you know house sales are up 60% from last year, and that was a year-on-year projection, and I think it was for the month of October. What they also said was it's generally now, because of the demand, um, it's taking three to five months for house sales to complete. So I think that's a lot of house sales that are still pending, and, and that's just one stream of inquiries that we'll all be getting. And I think with the second lockdown coming in now, I think a lot of clients now will be thinking, hang on a second, this may happen again and again and again. So I think it will encourage them to you know, go down the road of home improvements, etc. Yes, it is the irony, isn't it, that, that it's very mercenary, but this industry is benefiting from the disruption of others. But we all have to do what we can to survive, don't we? No, I mean, listen, honestly, I am really, really grateful to be in this industry. Um, I know firsthand people that are really, really close to me in the events industry and they are bleeding to death you know it's awful um, what I'm hearing but like you said you know we have to survive we have to do what we can and some of my colleagues when I speak to you know the studios they say listen you know make hay while the sun shines and uh, we'll continue to do that. Thank you very much for your time sir good luck uh, handling the next few weeks. Thank you Andrew. Cheers mate speak soon. Take care bye bye. Okay, let's head over to Suffolk now, to KSL, which most people will know is the home of Rich Hibbert. Hello, Rich. Morning, how are you doing? 
I'm all right, sir. How are you? Now you're wearing your you're wearing two hats, of course, because you run your own kitchen bathroom business, but you're also the chair of the KBSA. That's right, yeah. So a very busy time for you at the moment. So look, let's get to the obvious question here. For you personally in your business, are you opening or not? So we, we've stayed appointment only over the last few months and, and at the moment until we're, we sort of hear anything definitive the other way, we're going to stay open as appointment only. We may restrict staff who come in. We'll see how we go with that. But the feeling out there and the confidence that the KBSA has is that, that our retailers can stay open and we can continue fitting. Right, so that's the next question, really. You've decided you're going to keep going with the by appointment only. What are you advising your members to do? Well, at the moment, we're, we don't like to, um, to share any, anything, anything fake or, or guesswork. Um, so we're, we're sort of saying, this is the feeling. The feeling is that, like last time, we're going to stay open. We've, we've written to BICE. We've written to Trading Standards. Um, they replied to us well last time. Uh, and until the vote has happened and the, the full details come out, no one really knows 100%. And um, what we don't want to do is, is, is run anyone up the wrong garden path. But just we're, we're saying from my personal business i'm going to plan to be open but we can react otherwise okay so you're deciding to stay open how do you actually feel about this new lockdown how do you feel it might affect the demand that's coming through the door i think each area will be quite different in suffolk it has although essex around us has gone into a higher area suffolk has still stayed in in the lowest tier and even even essex that have gone up the the actual rates of infection haven't been very high so I think with the amount of space we have and, and the type of area we are, we're, we're quite lucky that it's quite relaxed here. Um, not to say no one's getting it and that we're being blasé, but I think people are being sensible, but also are relaxed to go out. Um, so I, I think I think it will affect us just because you have people that go, it's a lockdown, I'm not going out. And I've seen people that won't even go out Monday because there's the rules have changed and they're a bit scared. So, you know, it's going to affect people. But I'm fairly confident that last time people carried on video calls, inquiries, orders. So, yeah, I'm quite confident that they allow us to catch up a little bit because we have been inundated at the moment. It could be positive. Let's, let's look on the, the positive side. Yeah, and I think that's very optimistic. And I think that's probably true if that demand then comes back out again the other side. I mean, I think it's interesting that you use the word catch up there because do you think there's an opportunity here for the supply chain to catch up? A little bit. I mean, it's, the supply chain is kind of it's a difficult one, but because the supply is short, people are being told to order stuff for as soon as possible and take it into stock and, and pay for it and everything. So at that time, it's kind of started a second wave of of shortness because you know people don't need stuff till January, February, March or ordering stuff and getting it delivered in October and November, which has meant the people who need it in October and November who maybe couldn't afford to buy it straight away and things like that haven't got the product. So it's then knocked on further still. So I think it might it might just give us a little bit of um extra breathing space um on that side. Well I hope it will anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you foresee any any of the problems we had back in March of finishing existing jobs? I think the finishing of jobs is less of a problem this time because I think 
I think at the end of the day, they're saying, you know, if you've got a shop and you can click and collect, you can stay working, you know, you uh, you can do takeaways, you can do this, you can do that. So lots of people, I mean, I had a car dealer in this morning that I know, and he's got clothes, but he's allowed to do click and collect, which I've, I've never heard of really with a car, but he's got his website, he has people phone up and want it, and they're going to come and, and come and buy still, so he's going to carry on like that. And, I, you know, so I don't think things are going to lock down like they did the first time and actually finishing jobs is is essential in 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 most cases so i don't think finishing jobs will be will be an issue this time and what's your thought about what happens in december january february what's your thoughts about what happens in the next few months once this this new lockdown hopefully is eased can we have a difficult one because you get straight into december and people's focus will be on christmas so in some ways, I kind of wanted it to be earlier. There was talk of it being over the half term, and, and I think I would have preferred to be earlier. So we had end of November, beginning of December to crack on and get sales done. But I'm already having some people in today and some inquiries today that people for January, February, and we have got a lot of work already in the bank that we're we're either working on or we've already sold. So I'm fairly confident we can we can ride this out and uh, and then. I think it'll be cracking on in January again. Well, that's really positive and very optimistic thoughts. I certainly hope and, of course, uh, wish that to be the case. Look, thanks so much for your time here, Rich. You're very, very busy, I know. You're doing a fantastic job for your members as well, so keep that up. Thank you. All right, cheers, Rich, and we'll catch up again soon. All right, take care. Right, let's head over to Essex now, to Roman Kitchens, where we have Joanne McQuillan. Joanne, are you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm all right. I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, Catching up with lots of people. Uh, For those that aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about Roman Kitchens. Uh, We are a a kitchen design company. We're um, a family business and we've actually been around since about 1975. So we've been here a long time. Rayleigh is a lovely, lovely town, old town. Uh, We're in the high street and we've got some lovely independent shops of which mostly all close in tomorrow. So interesting times. It is very, very interesting times now. So the big question for you there, Joanne, is is exactly that. What are your plans? Are you opening or not? We are going to be open on an appointment-only basis. We did this last time. We didn't actually close last time. Even though we're in the high street, we had to lock the front door. We made the decision through social media, which we're quite active on, to advise all our clients new and old to call us or contact us and we would make appointments for them to come into the studio we're not a big studio so we can't accommodate too many people at the same time at this time so we created a one-way system in the studio for clients so they felt um, happy and provided them with PPE when they came in and we will allow one family at a time and continue to do business. We have been incredibly busy. Uh, We picked up loads of business in the last lockdown and foresee the same happening in the next month. And that is excellent news, of course. What's your feeling about the new lockdown? Do you think it might squash that demand a little bit? It might give you time to catch up? How are you feeling about it? No, I don't, actually, because my, my diary works about three weeks in advance on appointments for clients. So I've called all my clients that I've got appointments booked in for, whether they're coming into the studio or I go on site to see them. And it's, it's a lot of customers. Not one of them has cancelled. 
So the the demand is there, and you you are predicting that it's going to stay there regardless of lockdown. Yeah, I do think that. I I think people are fed up. To be quite honest with you, several customers that I've spoken to um, were delighted to um, to hear that we were still happy to go around and see them. They just said it's something to look forward to. So I think people have reached the stage where yeah, they are fed up. There are people that want to spend some money. They want something nice. They want something nice quality. And they want a good level of service. They want to be looked after. And I think they feel they can get that from an independent. They want to support their local independent as well. Absolutely, yeah. We found in the last lockdown, we had quite a lot of contact from clients um, back in May saying that they felt they wanted to support the local high street. That's been a feeling that I've got from customers coming in and from like-minded independents that we talk to in the high street. There seems to be a real feel for a community spirit, which I think is quite nice. You're always going to get, you know, customers that are going to go to the to the larger, the, what I call the sheds, the big places. Um, but they're not my customers, so I'm not too concerned about that. Do you think supply issues is more of a problem to you at the moment than lockdowns? <laughs> That's an interesting one. It has been. We've had a, a horrific time, as I'm um, fully aware lots of other companies have, with supply. It has been diabolical. But that's not everyone. Some companies we've been dealing with have been absolutely outstanding and can't do enough for us, which has been fantastic. And we've dealt with these companies for 30 years, and, and, and some of them have been appalling. I will go to the companies that look after me, and I will give them a lot of business. So the ones that are calling us, the ones that are contacting us regularly, the ones that are checking in, making sure we're okay, they're the ones that will get my business going forward. What's your prediction then for what happens after this lockdown? Assuming it does all end at the start of December, what do you think is going to happen over the Christmas period into January, February? Well, we're in a very lucky position. We're already booking kitchens to Easter next year. Right. Not solid. You know, we are a small company. There's only so much that we can take on as a business, but we are we are well known and we get lots of recommendations. So we get involved in whole projects, including extensions and building work. We do the whole package for clients, which is what they like. I anticipate next year to be busy for the first quarter because I think that's the leftover from the business that was anticipated for this year going into the summer. I think it all depends what happens next year because I think... <laughs> Um, I'll be honest with you, from the way people are talking, if there is a vaccine, people are just going to want to go on holiday next year. And is that where the money is going to be spent? I don't know. I, I do feel everything happened at the same time. So with, with with Brexit and COVID together, people have stopped spending money or been able to do things for quite a period of time. And I think they've reached the stage now where they're stuck at home. They just want to spend money on their homes and make their homes nice. And I think we are going to be busy, you know, for the first part of next year. And I just hope that it continues. Yeah, it's interesting that actually I've never really heard it put that way before. But there will be a the pent up demand for home improvement that has kept this industry buoyant through this whole thing. Actually, the pent up demand for holidays and all the things that people aren't spending money on might hit this industry yes. in the middle of next year. Yeah. Well, look, Joanne, thank you so much for your insight here. Good luck for tomorrow and good luck for what's happening uh, during this whole lockdown. All evidence suggests that you'll just carry on cruising the way that you're Absolutely. cruising already. So. Well, nice to speak to you. Take care. You too, Joanne. Thank you.
Right, let's head now to Harrogate, where hopefully down the line from House of Harrogate is Mark Edwards. Hello, Mark. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm all right, sir. How are you getting on? How is life in Harrogate? Uh, not too bad. It's a bit of a crazy world out there, isn't it? Um, we uh, managed to survive uh, the, the last lockdown because we had a big contract that we were involved with, 12 rooms. So that's been a big thing that we've been able to do. Rather than just being one kitchen chair room, we do the whole house for people. So we're very much involved in the construction industry. Well, look, tell, you what, tell us a bit more about the actual business itself. How long it's been going, that kind of thing. What, what services do you actually offer? So we've been going nearly seven years now. Um, we had a lot of competition in Harrogate just for kitchens. So we decided to sort of set ourselves apart and be, uh, decided to do kitchens, bedrooms, bathrooms, the whole house renovation, really, internally. So we get involved a lot with interior design, uh, looking at space for people. We'll go in and, and look at how we can take walls down and then we'll look at bathrooms in a slightly different way. We'll include, include sort of niches, things like that for people. So we, we are very sort of design and project management led. And off the back of that, we offer that service to people and people appreciate that. And then off, and then we then sell the products, the kitchens, the bedrooms and the bathrooms off the back of our experience in the design side of it. Right, OK, so this is the full circle service offering that you do, which is so interesting. So look, here's the big question, Mark. We've got the lockdown coming. Non-essential retail is not allowed to open. What are you going to do? Well, we have struggled with the exact answer to that question, and we still are, really, to be fair. What we have decided to do is appointments only. Uh, we'll carry on taking deliveries because our deliveries are taken in the showroom. We have quite a big warehouse at the back of the shop, so we have to open for deliveries because, obviously, the ongoing projects that we've got, which obviously we're allowed to go into the houses, we've got jobs that are coming up that are just about to start. So it's important that we stay open for that reason as far as the doors open, as far as deliveries. And then ongoing projects-wise that uh, people need to come in and discuss and finalise handles, colours of the kitchen doors, things like that. Obviously, we just need to be able to speak to them. And it's not always easy to be able to do that over the internet. So we decided that we'll, we will do appointment only, but we won't be taking any fresh customers on as such. So we, we're sort of not open. How do you word that? <laughs> Officially, we're not open, but we are to our customers. I mean, I guess, are you still doing the Zoom calls and things like that if needed? That's what we've been doing, yeah. And we have done all that. And it's actually, our business has changed quite a lot since lockdown because we've become a lot more savvy with the Zoom side of it and not wasting customers' times, having to drive backwards and forwards to our showroom. Once they've been in the showroom, we can do the design work and then it's then getting back in to just sort of finalise the little bits and pieces, the colours, and getting them into the showroom that way. So how do you feel about the new lockdown in general, Mark? Do you think it will affect the demand that's been coming through? Do you think people will just kind of carry on as they have been? What do you think is going to happen? Um, we have noticed a slowdown in the footfall into the showroom, but we have been very fortunate that we've had our website sort of updated in the last year or so uh, very well, and we're getting a lot of leads through the internet now, through Facebook and through um, social media and things like that. So we've made, noticed a massive difference as far as that's concerned. So generally, I think our the high street shops are definitely quieter. They will be obviously a lot quieter when they shut down. Um, so, yes, but we are fortunate. We are doing a lot of work on the internet. And how is your supply chain uh, working for you at the moment, Mark? We've spoken to all our suppliers, and they're all going to be delivering to us, which is good, because last time that was a problem. 
um, getting hold of stuff. And fortunately, we had that big contract with the 12 rooms in one house. We had all the deliveries just before lockdown. So we were, we, I think we had three months worth of work that kept us going, kept the cash flow going all through that period. So we were very lucky. Which is great to hear, obviously. Now, what's your prediction for what's going to happen when this lockdown is over? Assuming it does all finish at the start of December, what's your view for the market, no, December, January, February? Well, that's a really difficult one because at the end of the day, it's not going away. I'm not sure that the government is doing the right thing by locking us down, but obviously there's lots of debates about that. But I do believe that if, we, if we're going to lock down, we should have done the schools as well because I think that's the biggest spread at the moment. I just think the same thing's going to happen in two or three months' time. So it's really difficult to know what to do. I'm just taking it day by day at the moment and month by month, really, and just keeping my fingers crossed that we just get through this. It is incredibly difficult, and I think that's probably the most pragmatic approach to take is at the moment, because it changes so quickly almost overnight, all you can do is take each day, week, month as it as it comes and hope that you are setting your business up in a, a relatively robust way that you can ride any future issues. Yeah, well, we are fortunate. We are... In a in a sort of quite an affluent town, uh, I think that the a lot of what's happened over the last few months has been noticeable. That the fact that people have been sat at home, they do want to, to spend time on their on their, sort of working on developing the new kitchens, bedrooms, and bathrooms. So we have noticed an increase in in sort of work as far as that's concerned, and hopefully long long will that continue. Yeah, well, look, Mark, thank you so much for your time. It's so interesting. You've got a really fascinating business there in a, in a beautiful part of the country. Um, so, you know, we'll catch up with you again in the new year and see how you're getting on. Well, thank you. And I hope, uh, I hope uh, we all can sort of get a clear view as to what we shouldn't shouldn't be doing from the government so we know where we all stand. Because obviously there's a whole kitchen, you know, bedroom and bathroom industry sort of sat there waiting to know what to do, really, because we are classed as construction at the end of the day, aren't we? So... Interesting. We are, and, and there's lots of people like me trying to find out for you, believe me. So as soon as we know as soon as we know anything, we will tell everybody. I know. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. <laughs> right, cheers, Mark. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye now. So that was all recorded yesterday, of course. So, so interesting to get a steer on the current mindset of retailers. Thank you so much to Sheer Khan, Rich Hibbert, Joanne McQuillan, Mark Edwards for their time. As I say, the news has moved on even since then. And we found out that showrooms will continue to be classed as building suppliers and therefore can still open if you choose to. Remember to keep checking kbbreview.com for all the latest news on what's happening and make sure you also have a look at kbbreview.com forward slash awards to find out everything about the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2021. See you next time.